cold morning. It's Monday, January 19th. That can mean only one thing. It's waking up with Danny. The only morning show that four out of five people would recommend to four out of five people. Believe it or not, folks, this is episode six of Waking Up with Danny. So let's get right to the weather. Britain had its coldest night of the year so far, with a week of snow, flurries, and icy conditions ahead for much of the UK. Temperatures fell to at least 11 Celsius in the highlands overnight, and forecasters have warned there will be no respite from the plummeting mercury. Temperatures have only dropped as low as negative 9 Celsius this year in the highland village of Cromdale. But it is not the coldest night in three years, as predicted by forecasters, as temperatures were expected to plummet to negative 15 Celsius, last hit in February 2012 at Hole Beach, Lincolnshire. Turning our attention stateside, icy roadways led to a treacherous travel for drivers across parts of the Northeast on Sunday and Monday morning, resulting in at least five deaths. Pennsylvania and New Jersey have particularly become death traps. So uh, if you are in the commuting area up there, drive safe. We've got nasty looking weather all over the country. Aside from a high pressure system that's dropped itself right down in the middle of the country, Kansas City's enjoying some clear skies. We got nastiness in Seattle, nastiness in Boston, and just crap everywhere. Pittsburgh is gross. Storm systems have riddled the Northeast, stretching all the way down to North Carolina, South Carolina, and touching the tip of Georgia. Hope you at least bought it some dinner first, weather. Forecast highs, though. Look for highs of 60 in San Francisco, 72 in Los Angeles, 58 in Albuquerque, 54 up in Denver, Colorado, up in Billings, 40 degrees, 38 in Boise, 49 up in Seattle. Moving over to the East Coast now, 47 Washington, D.C., 39 in New York City, 36 up in Chicago, and down in San Antonio, Texas. Home of the guns, we got 71. News. Lines and things, it's time for the news. What is it all mean? around the world. It's time for the Serial entrepreneur and tech billionaire Elon Musk visited Seattle Friday but made clear he has higher aspirations when he told the crowd at a glitzy private event, one day I will visit Mars. According to a person who was president, Musk outlined a new space venture centered in Washington state that he hopes will bankroll that ambition. What does this mean? This means that Elon Musk plans to launch 4,000 satellites to deliver high-speed internet access anywhere on Earth. Quote, all for the purpose of generating revenue to pay for a city on Mars. End quote. Hmm. Elon Musk is like a real-life Tony Stark. He's a engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor, CEO and CTO of SpaceX, CEO and chief product architect of Tesla Motors, and chairman of Solar City, who was also co-founder of PayPal. He's also working to replace airline travel with a series of fast-moving tubes. I mean, this guy is the real deal. 
Moving on, Starbucks boosts pay, okays tattoos, and offers a Starbucks for Life prize. Chief Operating Officer Troy Alstead said the company will increase starting pay rates in the U.S. markets beginning in January and allow all visible tattoos. Starbucks is also creating a contest that offers winners, quote, Starbucks for life. That makes me want a cup of coffee. What's else going on in Delaware? Shooting occurs near unoccupied Biden home. Joe Biden was not home. On Saturday night, a vehicle drove near Vice President Joe Biden's residence in Delaware and fired multiple gunshots. But the VP and his wife, Jill, were not at home at the time. Probably out having some steak. Stop the traffic. Major interstates are riddled with traffic this morning. As you move into your city areas, be prepared for slowdowns, especially if you're in these areas with snow. Slow it down, people. Be safe. Rural areas, specifically around Montana and just down into the areas where no one lives, very clear, very quiet. Today in history, a lot of things have happened. Maybe a man flew to the moon. Today in history! In 1977, Ernie Banks was elected to the Hall of Fame. In 1966, Indira Gandhi was elected India's third prime minister. Hmm. In 1929, Acadia National Park, Maine was established. How about that? In 1922, the Geological Survey says that the U.S. oil supply would be depleted in 20 years. And in 1915... The neon tube sign was patented by George Claude. Some birthdays today, 1971, Sean Wayans of the Wayans Brothers. 1949, Robert Palmer was born. 1946, Dolly Parton. 1809, Edgar Allan Poe was born. And in 1798, Auguste Comte was also born. 1798. But people also died. In 1998, Carl Perkins, singer-songwriter, died at 65. In 1997, James Dickey, a writer of Deliverance, also died. In 1995, Eugene Fuller, a polymath and linguist, died at 80. 1978, Carl Betts, an actor, died. Thomas Hart, Max Ardrian, Albert Mall, Hal March, Charles Winninger, Grace Cunard, Frank Riker, Everyone died on this day. Constantin Notara, a composer, died at 60. Ernest Allo, Harold Fraser Simpson, William Edgar Bora, Armand Parent, Julius Etchberg, Fred Burnaby, Henry Rengalt, all dead on this day. Henry Howard, Earl of Surrey, army commander and poet, was beheaded at 29 at this very day, probably around this very moment, in 1547. The stock market, the Dow, in Texas. Betting that money's and matters, money's and matters, 
Stocks in China plunged 7.7% on Monday, the largest one-day sell-off since the 2008 financial crisis. But China's top securities regulator, Zhao Gang, showed no sign of concern as he addressed a financial forum here. After all, the sell-off was largely engineered by Mr. Zhao's agency. On Friday evening, the China Securities Regulatory Commission, or the CSRC, cracked down on borrowing to invest in shares by placing a temporary ban on margin financing against three of China's biggest brokerage firms. Lending money to investors so they can trade shares has played a big role in the phenomenal rise in Chinese shares. And Uber looks to start fresh in Europe. The rise of ride-sharing service Uber has been extremely fast in the past couple of years, with the service currently being available in more than 200 cities. However, in Europe, it's been banned in several major cities, and some EU countries slapped it with court injunctions for violating taxi licensing regulations. Most complaints against Uber in Europe come from taxi driver associations who claim Uber drivers are not paying the same taxes as regular taxi drivers. Uber has had its share of regulatory troubles in the U.S. as well and has been sued in Los Angeles and San Francisco for, quote, fragrant and unlawful, end quote, business practices. Time for the quote. Forgive others. Not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. Jonathan Lockwood Hugh. And the word of the day, ultra-crepidarian. It's an adjective or a noun. Giving opinions beyond one's area of expertise, or one who gives opinions beyond one's area of expertise. From the Latin ultra, which is beyond, plus crepidarius, a shoemaker, from crepidia, a sandal. Earliest documented use, 1819. Story goes that in some ancient Greece area, there was a renowned painter named Apelles who used to display his paintings and hide behind them to listen to the comments. Once, a cobbler pointed out that the sole of his shoe was not painted correctly. Apelles fixed it and encouraged by this the cobbler began offering comments about other parts of the painting. At this point, the painter cut him off with Ni sutur ultra crepidam, meaning shoemaker not above the sandal, or one should stick to one's area of expertise. Don't listen to that jerk, he's an ultra crepidarian. That should be a fun one to pull out of the hat today. And you know you gotta learn something today. Your life better. The more you know, the more you know. You'll make your life better. And you know you gotta learn something today. You make your life better. And the more you know, the more you know. Today I learned, in honor of being the show's sixth episodes, we give you six reasons to ride a polar bear to work. 
Reason number one, it'll impress your fellow commuters. Polar bears can grow to be over 10 feet tall and weigh 1,500 pounds. That's taller than an elephant and about half the weight of a compact car. Number two, a polar bear can haul ass. Polar bears can sprint short distances at 25 miles per hour, which is almost as fast as the 100 meter world record holder, Usain Bolt. Number three, polar bears are amazing swimmers. Polar bear has webbed feet and can swim distances of over 100 miles at about six miles per hour. That's more than twice the speed of Olympic gold medalist Michael Phelps. Number four, polar bears can keep you wow-worm. A polar bear's fur isn't actually white, each hair is a clear hollow tube. The hollow hair traps the heat and keeps the polar bear's black, blubbery skin warm at a toasty 98 degrees Fahrenheit. You can also cut it open and sleep in the entrails. Number five, a polar bear can go months without eating and still be awesome. If food is scarce, a polar bear can reduce its metabolic rate and enter a state of walking hibernation. In this state, polar bears can go months without eating but still walk around and do things like sunbathing and partying. Number six, polar bears have stealth mode. Polar bears are invisible to the infrared cameras because they have thick insulating fur which traps all of their body heat. I am standing upon the seashore. A ship at my side spreads her white sails to the moving breeze and starts for the ocean. She is an object of beauty and strength. I stand and watch her until, at length, she hangs like a speck of white cloud just where the sea and sky come to mingle with each other. Then someone at my side says, There, she is gone. Gone where? Gone from my sight, that is all. She is just as large in mast, hull, and spar as she was when she was left at my side. And she is just as able to bear her load of living freight to her destined port. Her diminished size is in me, not in her. And just at that moment when someone says, There, she is gone. There are other eyes watching her coming, and other voices ready to take up that glad shout. Here she comes. And that is dying. Death comes in its own time, in its own way. Death is as unique as the individual experiencing it. Henry Van Dyke And that does it for episode 6 of Waking Up with Danny. Join us next week for episode 7.